and go. Hello, welcome. We got another uh, another podcast for you. Still traveling. Uh, thought we'd uh, you know get as many of these out as possible. Just kind of spoil you guys. Don't forget to uh, to check out our website. There's always uh, new stuff being posted. Uh, we got updates on our training program. We got new articles going up every week. Uh, new podcasts like these popping up. And make sure you sign up for the newsletter so you know when the training programs. We can do videos too. Yes, 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 yes. But sign up for the newsletter. It's at the, it's at the bottom of the homepage. Ten uh, percent off. Check out any sick merchandise we got. Um, yeah, and I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so so, so this, is, this is apparently a surprise to all of us, except for one man over here. No worries. What do we got? What do you got? What do you got mind for for all of us? We're gonna have a nice little casual, candid conversation in the realm of apps. Oh yeah. I was pondering to myself earlier essentially and had a concern of thinking to myself that Good. As much as I don't want to obsess over having visual labs, but everybody has kind of that want towards the beach vibe. Yeah. I, always, I mean, it's it's springtime. I mean, we're getting close to swimsuit season, so. It's beach season. I know it's on people's minds, and I always think about it. And the first thing is obviously, I don't want to focus on just things like crunches and setups. Um, you mean that one, won't give me abs? Okay, so that may give you visual abs in a way um, because the main muscle that you will be using is the one that's actually a visual. It's called your rectus abdominis. It's the, it's the actual six pack or if you're lucky and blessed you have like an eight or Pack, like some people I know, and I just want to punch them in the throat. Well, I mean, it's genetics. Yeah. Some of us only get six. I know. I've, some of us get I've got like extras. four, five, and like three quarters because one's kind of wonky, but. Well, yeah, that's kind of how I am, too. Yeah, it gets the job done, that's all I care about. But I don't want to just do those because then I end up focusing simply on that one muscle and I don't really build what we want, which is a solid core, which is, you know from my torso down through my pelvic floor into the kind of that pelvic region because that right. creates this stable base for me to move from. But the one major thing that I was thinking and I was being a dumbass about is <laughs> sorry, sorry, fucking died over here. Trapped in a car. You got the windows up so there's as little background noise as possible and he's over here tearing them. Just tearing them. Anyways. Um. <laughs> this is why we have fun little conversation. <laughs> so. Need your, yeah, need your training mask. We're getting started over. <laughs> Wait, we don't need to start it over. It's, just, it's still going. It's still going. Alright, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna fight through it. Yep. Um, just like these parts. That's my train of thought. Abs. Oh, the so, whole core. But the one thing I found myself doing was being a dumbass and 
thinking, oh, you know, I don't want to you know, focus on appearance and was thinking of just my performance and whatnot, but then it occurred to me that I was being completely stupid and had to remember that you, you do need to train your core, not right. simply for the fact of, oh, hey, I want it to look good, but they're made of muscles. You have to train muscles for them to start to improve. So as much as I may get some, you know, byproduct kind of gains from doing, you know, my major lifts and whatnot, I still need to add something in there in the realm of specific core work to help build up. So I have to train them the same way I would other muscles. So, so you're telling me that they're not just for looks. No, they're not just for show. But then also you have to remember they're not just for whoa. So you're not just like, oh, they'll just work themselves as I go along. And as long as I focus on being stable through my lifts, I'll build, you know, right. these superficial like, looking. Wait, I got to be upright from a back squat, so my abs are getting stronger every time I do that. You are getting some, but you have to look at how do I want to sufficiently load them. So, yeah, I do get some load when I do my strength program, but it's not as much as I necessarily should to help really improve them because I have to really create this overload and depending on how much I want to improve I do need to stimulate them a little bit more right. so I realized that I was being an idiot neglecting myself and it wasn't so basically you went from one end of the structure to the other kind of I've got to slowly try and move myself up the spectrum Trying to go from one end to the next. You have to find a balance. Isn't going to happen if you do some of those where you're like, cool, I want to do this. And you're like, yeah, well, I think about it. And like three days later, you end up not doing anything because you're back to where you were before. So it's one of those like, all right, cool. Start with, probably I'll try and add in one day, you know, probably keep it, definitely try and keep it under 10 minutes, but I'm going to try and keep it closer to like a quick five minute, just quick core focus, trying to get movements. That really actually target that area. And when I talk about core guys, I'm talking about things that really focus on like this trunk engagement to maintaining good position. So one awesome one that I like is the plank. It's a miserable thing to hold for a couple minutes, but it's absolutely awesome to do. Um, but also the benefit that you can add so many variations so I can do an oblique plank so I can do it on my side and start to engage my obliques a little bit more primarily focus on them and stabilize but then I can add in some movement so I can plank and then I can do knee tucks I can do bends um, I can do V-ups to the side so we don't want to just work in static stable positions either we want to move through these dynamic ranges but one thing we don't want to do is move in high abnormal movements and recently was we called them kettlebell chops so I would take a kettlebell and hold it and I would move from I was holding it I would move from like my right hip and I would move up and over my left shoulder as much as that may try to work this twisting motion which you want to become stable and having to kind of do and stabilize in rotational forces problem with that is I'm moving in a dynamic way that my body's not necessarily normally used to. If I'm going to do a motion like that for a chop, I would start with a cable either high or low that would keep a nice steady tension on it and I would move through and do those chops. But I would do it at a very low weight to begin with and start to get comfortable 
directly through that range. Um, this mostly will try and twist. What they end up doing is they lose their pelvic floor and then I get some sort of rotation with a little bit of like a flexion or extension. So I start to actually arch through my back, which isn't good. Right. Because guess what that equals, Josh? Hey. <laughs> which actually yeah, means injury. Because huh? pain is injury. There's a difference between that burning pain that happens, and I hate when people, well, I hate when people said that when I do personal training in a gym. Like, it hurts. And does it hurt, or does it burn? It burns. All right, because you just gave me a mild heart attack for a second there, saying it hurts. <laughs> because when you say something hurts, my mind goes to Injury. sharp pain that is a signal of something that your body does not like. Yeah. Um, not that your brain doesn't like just simply because it burns, because you're actually working. So, don't give me those little heart attacks. <laughs> Gotta hate those. Yep. So, I mean, I really like the plank. I mean, I don't necessarily like sit-ups, um, because most people have done sit-ups, and usually I end up doing little crunches, and they end up just folding and rolling upward. What I do like is, from a hanging position, which will force you to do some scap engagement, which we covered in one of our videos and then our blog posts that we followed up through. So you get benefit of there, but you learn that connection through your shoulders into your core. Um, with doing either knee tucks or leg lifts, knee tucks are a beginner, and then you start to moderately add a little more resistance by increasing the lever length with your legs being straight out. Right. I also set the flexibility, so I'm not the greatest at this because it looks like I'm still trying to do knee tucks because I can't keep my legs straight. <laughs> but well, it's also one of those where you gotta watch it too because when you do a movement like that, you gotta make sure that you're actually engaging your core. You're not just sitting there like lifting your legs, and all of a sudden your body starts swinging. You're like, oh, I just did a hundred. But if you're doing yep. like a freaking pendulum, then you're not, you know, you're not, you're not getting the same benefit out of it. So you gotta make sure, yep. like, if you're swinging, you gotta, you gotta pause, wait till you stop swinging, and then you gotta slow down your movement. Yep. I and mean, obviously, it's that you're losing your core. Gonna train your forearms at that point because you're gonna be hanging on longer, but yep. you're going to get the full benefit out of the movement. Yep. And that's why I like that one, is because you learn that engagement from your hands through your core, because as soon as you start to swing, that's when you've lost that engagement, so it's nice to, at that point, drop down and reset, so take a little break and then go back into another set you're losing that engagement so you're either letting your core go and your uh, your hips are starting to swing or you've lost your shoulders and you're starting to swing from that engagement so those are my two favorite um, what are your favorites josh you have a couple that you really like for support uh I, i'm kind of in the same boat with you i've always liked uh i've always liked the knee raises um as well as the the leg raises kind of like i also like uh My boy, are you trying to signal to me? No, but I, I have like those. A um, couple other ones though. Uh, Russian twist. Yeah, I'm sure there's 400 different names for them. Yeah, there's a. But I call them the Russian twist. Most people will call them the Russian twist. All right. What's one thing to keep in mind when you do Russian twist? Though? Sorry, words are escaping my, my 
my head right now, but it's uh, it's spinal position. Yep. That's what I've seen a lot of people do as they start to. So basically, you want to make sure that you're not hunching over. Yep. As soon as you start to hunch, you keep your chest in an upright position. That. It's kind of like when you're doing. Uh, I'd compare like it to heavy lifting and stuff, and your your chin starts to tuck into your sternum. Yep, and you start to roll. Yeah, you start to roll the shoulders forward. The position you'd be in is like if I was sitting in a chair with my back against the chair, I'm sitting up nice and tall. So it forces me to kind of find that balance point when I should be basically like I was seated so I'm nice and tall. Because then all I have is a rotational force on my spine. It's essentially keeping your shoulders engaged. Yep. As opposed to just letting them kind of roll forward and holding the weight in front of you when you move from side to side. Because basically what the movement is, is you're sitting, you're sitting in your butt, then you got your, your, your knees slightly bent, your feet off the ground, and your back's off the ground too. So when you're holding the weight in front of you, you can do it with a kettlebell or, or a weight plate, whatever, whatever's available. Or just your hands. Yeah, or just your hands at that point. Um, but basically you go down from one side so you touch, um, touch the ground on your on your right side, bring it back up, and you touch it on the left. So your body does a little bit of a twisting motion, so it engages that core and, and, and gets you rotating, but what most people will tend to do, they'll either roll their shoulders forward or they'll start to tuck, get that rounded, tuck rounded that back. Yep. Their back will start to round because the, you know they're trying to keep it up off the ground, they're trying to keep that V, so they'll start to round their back when their core starts getting tight. Oh. Yeah, before we, um, one thing I would challenge more people to add into um, is something like a Superman hold or Superman uh, like pulse ups, little lifts, where you try and lift um, the chest and the legs off the ground. So you're on your stomach and you have to engage um, not only your glutes to try and lift your thigh, you know, keeping your legs together and trying and lifting those off. They're like, but also trying to lift your chest away from the ground at the same time. Down. Yep. So you're just on your pelvis. Because what people tend to forget is the backside around that spine um, as part of their core. Um, obviously, when I'm doing something like a deadlift or I'm picking up anything off the ground, I don't want to just pick up with my low back. I don't want to use it as a primary lifter, but I do have to work those muscles. The same thing that you're doing with those deep core muscles and those superficial core muscles and trying to build that strength with those. I want to work those a little bit, but they shouldn't be primary movers. So those supermans, kind of like a plank, we can hold that superman hold where your chest and your legs are off the ground. It helps build um, the strength, but also kind of learn a little bit more engagement in those. Um, well, it's also like lacking those, you know, working those muscles, you know, back there. It's kind of like doing all upper body work and never doing your legs. You want to be, <laughs> you, you want to be balanced. You know, you don't want to be, you know, have these super strong abs and then your your back's lacking back there. You want to be able to, you know, stand upright, and balance. You don't want to be tipped one way or another. You know, just like you don't want these these chicken legs where you can, you know, pick up 400 pounds with just your pinkies, but all of a sudden, you know, you go to do a squat and you're doing 135 pounds, you start sweating profusely and you give up after 10 rounds because you're like, well, legs suck. Chicks stay arms. They like to get pecs. Thank you for bringing that point up. Um, 
Right? It's just like those memes you see, like friends never let I'm gonna tell, you, I'm gonna tell you right now, like chicks gay. like chicks like butts too. Okay. Chick like chicks like butts and they like thighs. Yes. Not all about arms, guys. Oh. No, it's dude. not girls for girls. They don't give a crap about your biceps. I've never met one girl smaller than their calves. I've never met one girl be like, yeah. My boyfriend over there wears skinny jeans. Best chicken legs in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love that my boyfriend can fit in my jeans. He can curl my body weight. But man, his legs are skinnier than mine. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, they just don't. They just don't like. You know, it's well, it's just not good. Yeah. So, I just wanted to bring some focus that you know you do want to do some. Abs. Don't say abs. Don't ever do just abs, guys. Core. Core. Please. Because that's where all of your movement originates from, is from your core. As soon as you start to move, if you think about it, if you try and run or something, you'll find yourself tense up a little bit there because your movement is derived from there. You have all your signals coming from your spine, so you have to stabilize that first, and then you start to move. So So when you do core, like a lot of people will work them into into their weekly workouts. Um, some people have four specific days, but um, if you're just gonna work them in, like he said, like you know, ten minutes, if you're just gonna you know add that in as part of your workout. Do you know do alternating days? You know, do some days where you work the, the front, you know, the abdominals, and then other days where you work the back. Yeah, and then I mean, if, if you're trying to limit the amount of days that you kind of do it, keep it to five to ten minutes. Do it at the end of your workout, real quick. You're already warm, ready to go, and then. Uh, small circuit of, you know, four to six exercises to, you know, 15 to 20 repetitions of each and go through it real quick, get them fired and get them loaded and, uh, you know, do it two to three days, you know, if you're there at the gym three days a week, I mean, doing the strength program, similar to what we'll do, um, you want to throw on the board, just do it at the end, just a quick little burnout, get it done, get it out of the way, it doesn't have to be anything extensive, you don't have to spend the whole day doing it. It's not about trying to really fatigue them and burn them. It's trying to build some steady strength as you go along. And if you really want to get that beach body and see those abs, you better tighten up that diet. Yeah, that's <laughs> Get be... that nutritional program humming. Yes. Humming. You'll have to. You know, doing um, 100 crunches a day in the, in the no, gym. You can't outwork a bad diet, yeah, guys. You cannot. You can't outwork a bad diet. You can't run a bad diet. You just, you just can't. You just can't do it. I've tried. I mean, there are those who are genetically gifted. They can consume whatever the heck they want. You know, work out three days a week, and they're still ripped. One yeah, day you might catch up with them. Yeah, but they're not as capable as those who uh, exactly. Work as it's not. Themselves. It's not good for, for performance, but. You want it? Tighten up that diet. Try and, and find work the, your core. Yeah, try and find the balance between show and go. There you go. <laughs> yep. Life is at the stage where you just get to show water around and uh, make your way through. You actually have to be capable to kind of do some things because, well, not uh, everybody's got somebody they can pay to do it for them. This is true, and you can't pay somebody to work out for you. Life doesn't work that way. You got to get healthy. You got to yeah. stay healthy. You got to be committed, and you got to make time. No excuses. But if you really want to pay somebody to work out for you, I'll do it. <laughs> there are plenty of people, I'm sure, who would love to sign up for that job. Oh, yeah. I'll take that job. Are you kidding me? You're going to pay me to work out for you? I'm sure. Here. Yes. There we go. Maybe we'll try and find some rich people out in California, out in LA. I'm sure there's some dumb enough to pay for it, right? 
There's, there's, there's somebody for everything. Oh, you say it. We could probably post our kidneys online. Kidneys. Did you I know? I can tell you that smell right now is not me. Yeah. You can tell we're getting further up north. Did you know there's actually a guy who uh, uh, sold his kid, or not his kidney, his testicle? Guess how much they paid, they paid for it. He sold his testicle? Sold his testicle. Sold, I don't know. I don't remember the whole story. I, I didn't really like hear it. I think it was for, transplant? for yeah, a transplant, yeah. but he ended up selling one of his testicles. Guess how much they paid for it? Probably selling one. I'm not looking at him. 30 grand. Oh, yeah, I'd sell a testicle for 30 grand. Um, yep. It'd make me consider it. He is tempting, although you're not really supposed to technically benefit from selling body parts. I think. I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah, I think so. I think that's just supposed to be a little so hard on your license. I'll go on the blackball uh, market. Hey, man. Do what you gotta do sometimes. Guess five. Anyways, so well, that's it for out. abs. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry, we moved from abs to Yeah, it's a long car ride. Um, yeah, so be sure to check out uh, check out our training that's coming up. You know, you can do that by signing up for the newsletter. Uh, just, uh, just send us your email. We'll only send you good stuff. Send us any of your questions. Yes, questions, concerns, comments, topics. You name it, we want to hear it. Go ahead and rant to us. We'll rant back. Yeah, every now and then someone's got a bet. But, yeah, that is Team Train at trainathletics.com. You'll get a response from somebody. Uh, shoot. Nick might even respond. Who knows? That's it. As always, guys. <laughs> All right. Live, live, love. Take Peace. care.